0: Star a
1: Avenue, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network. Hello!
0: And welcome to. Two. Filthy! Nerds! Because we're filthy. And we're nerds. And there's a th- two of us. Too many, some would say, and they can go to hell. Uh, two. No one Tough said titties. that. Titties. Two, two tough titties. Two tough titties. Two f- eight there's nipples four tough titties. For my dog running away. Mm-hmm. There is four. I would say three and a half tough titties. There's a and lot then of nipples
1: I... in the room right now. It's nipple city in here. <laughs> nip
0: sit. Nip city, bitch. Nip, nip city, city bitch. bitch. <laughs> Listen, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. If you're joining us for the 52nd time, welcome as well. If you are brand new and you haven't subscribed or reviewed, we would love it if you would just take a second, hit that subscribe button on your podcast app, and then uh, maybe pause it. Go leave us a review. Hopefully a five-star, but I'm not going to ask you to do that. I'm not every Uber driver I've ever had. Listen, just leave us a five-star review. Why? Because why not? It helps other people find the podcast. The more you review us, then we can trend more, then we can get more nerds, then we get the conversation going on a bigger scale, and that's fun. You can never have too many nerds in the herd. I didn't rehearse. Wow, that. Nerds in
1: the Herd. I'm thinking merch on that. Nerds in the Herd. There's we're two. turning everything we say into merch, you guys. Only in
0: our heads. Uh, no, we are actually releasing some merch very soon. It's coming out this week. It is, and some of it will uh benefit One of our products is going to be for a nonprofit. Yeah, we're going to give money to a transgender nonprofit. Uh 100% well, of the proceeds of a certain uh some of our merch will go to that. And uh-huh. then we'll have Lots of other merch, but that's cool merch, too. We'd love to have you wear it. We'd love to have you send us pictures of it. We'd love to have you sip out of the mugs it's going to be in. It's going to be We're doing, be a we're good doing time. mugs and
1: shirts for all of them. And then we're going to be doing uh, some masks. Some filthy
0: face masks. So get excited to just have filth. Filthy? Filthy mouth? We're filthy. not sure. We're,
1: we're still figuring out what
0: exactly Give we wanted to feedback. say. But we're very excited about it. We so. are extremely excited about it. And... On that note, with our excitement, I guess we should actually get into the episode. Yeah, let's, uh, let's run our filthy mouths. We're running our filthy
1: mouths. We are need we... a theme song for that. The... Like when we're like, time to run our filthy mouths, it should be like, Beep, 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 cum sauce. I don't know why I said cum sauce. It's okay. That was My, my act out was the sound was of farting. either cum or farting. Okay, does anyone come like that? you That's the act out you do on stage, I by know, the way. But
0: I know, oh, but I always do a fart sound and I, I can't stop myself. It's one of my favorite things that you do. <laughs> and then when you <laughs> like, call it out. When I go like, oh, who,
1: why am I why doing, am I doing that? this?
0: But then it's also like I really am hung up on this idea of what if someone had been with only one partner and every time that partner came, they just happened to fart at the same time. Mm-hmm. So they thought that that's, that's what coming. Sound like. like. That they that's just, a great joke. I mean, I do. I go,
1: when I do a cum sound, but I'm not calling it out as a fart. That's just, I don't know how else to make a cum sound. Uh, Well, it's just, I want the sound of the the gush.
0: That's a fake cumming sound. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, Oh, Lord. That's (laughs) how I cum.
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord, in heaven. And your face gets a little strokey. I Speaking of what Christians. she does on
1: stage, you only fuck Christians. Oh come on, <laughs> you Christian. love the Jews. Christian
0: Bale, where are you? Get uh, you're inside right. of her fucking. I am a Jew fucker. You're. Uh, you
1: are a big old Jew fucker. Uh, the Jew. Fucker. You guys, last night was fucking awesome because uh, Jessica Michelle had a triumphant return to live comedy. <laughs>
0: triumphant you guys it was in a parking lot it was
1: triumphant i felt triumph guys it was awesome it was in a parking lot in the city of industry spectacular what Uh, a city
0: by the way not just any parking lot a parking lot you may recognize if you had been there because it's the same parking lot they used in back to the future yeah where doc is showing marty the time machine is there another name for the time machine A delorean i guess for for the first time you remember when he like when he's like the libyans and he gets gunned down <laughs>
1: guys for me it was special to watch because number one i was shitting in my pants so you had done comedy at an apartment party for one of our friends but that was like yes
0: and by the way party's a loose term it was like a small gathering everyone was against one said the audience which they were you know risking their own lives in their masks and keeping their but The audience was maybe a little more close than I would have felt comfortable with if I was an audience member at the apartment party. Mm -hmm. I hung out outside in the courtyard of the apartment. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, when we go up, you'd go and do your thing. And there was a lot of... Do I... (laughs) when do i put my mask up when do i put it down but this i felt better it was outdoors completely Mm -hmm. the tables were spaced out free food free food which it's like all right it's not a show unless you're getting free food or or a free bevy at this point it's like that's what we have to accept as payment is Mm -hmm. like will our landlord accept half-eaten craft macaroni and cheese as a portion of the rent by the way guys the place we
1: went last night jessica michelle and i decided to split a kid's meal Uh, Yeah, the kids menu. It was macaroni and cheese and French fries. And I shit you not. The macaroni and cheese was macaroni and cheese. Literally the easy Mac version of craft macaroni
0: and cheese. That's what we had. Let me just say this as a as a youth, a youth, a poor youth. uh, When my mom would splurge for craft macaroni and cheese, it was a big time. I like for years as a kid. I thought like craft macaroni and cheese is the best Ugh, homemade macaroni and cheese. I want it from the blue box. I, as now, as a cheese lover and connoisseur who has been fortunate enough to visit cities where there are just culinary geniuses. And yeah, I've where they're putting like seven cheeses in the mac and, and cheese. And breadcrumbs.
1: And then, and and then, and then, and then um, what do they do with it to crust the top? I can't remember. But going
0: back to craft macaroni and cheese is like, I wanted to, that's what I want to get political about is like. Why don't we talk about the bullshit that these corporations are trying to give to working families and pass it off as cheese? It's ridiculous. This is bullshit.
1: It's bullshit. It's
0: absolute horseshit. It's
1: fucking. I I feel. uh, Don't get me wrong. If it's that time of the month, I'll fuck up a box of the blue in a second. Oh,
0: I'll eat the noodles uncooked. Yeah, yeah. Like they're chips. Exactly. (laughs) I'll just snort the cheese. Did you you eat raw (laughs) pasta when you were a kid? No, but I had a friend who did, and I still question her mental health. Whoops. And by the way, she tried to convince all of us that it was good. Oh, were you one of those, let's eat the hard ramen, plain, and then convince everyone? Oh, yeah. God.
1: Do you know what I used to do with the ramen? I used to use it for croutons on salad. I would take cr- How ramen. Old were you? College. I think oh, that's when college. I started doing that. I think that's when I started doing that. Um, Cause like I, what kind of loser kid was eating salad? Well, I
0: was picturing like a 10-year-old. Oh
1: no, 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 no. But I would eat the hard ramen when I went to summer camp because, you know, you get sent with food that you can make in your cabin. We all had little crock pots. Um, you all had little crock pots? What not not summer
0: camp did you go to? You had crock pots? Not the big thing, like the plastic
1: crock pot. That's oh, like, oh, we're really roughing big. it at
0: camp, cooking ramen noodles in our crock pot. No one no a stick in a no grow one's up. Rush, roughing it at Jewish summer camp. I mean, we're clearly. getting fingered,
1: and we're talking about non-Jews and why they hate us.
0: I mean, is it because you bring crockpots to summer camp? That's Maybe that's why. why they hate the Jews because of our affinity something. for crockpots. I need to talk about something that happened while we had a, a glitch off-air, and that is that one of our lovely patrons in the chat brought up off-brand macaroni and cheese. And Nicole really went. I'm mad. Do they have off brand (laughs) macaroni and cheese? Like you thought it was Kraft and Velveeta. By the way, gourmet. I just
1: want to say something. I I love that you roast me. For the, the
0: socioeconomic status from which I grew up in. No, no, no. Let me be clear. What I'm roasting you on is you are the cheapest friend I have. Ugh. For you to not be aware, I was like, "How did you miss the? But you off do brand? roast. You do roast how I grew up, and I never roast you. Oh, if oh, you think you never roast me? When do Don't. I roast you? I was a poor person. We make jokes about it all the time. I roast me. Why are you getting upset? Yeah, I make the jokes that you say. I don't even roast me. You roast me. Okay, I'm sorry I roasted you about growing up with money. I'm so sorry that I heard <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you know, I, I never talk about... Oh, it's just not fair. That I, I grew up in, in a pot of gold and hide.
1: <laughs> bitch, I'm going to get really mad if you decide to use this as the clip to promote this fucking episode. I don't choose the clip. Okay, well, I'm telling you well, right now, You know now, this to some... be a clip?
0: Say something funnier. <laughs> she's really mad at me right now you guys you don't even know she's like actually mad i've severed our friendship <sighs> by um, making fun of her not knowing i'm about gonna off-brand call my lawyer i mean my cousin <laughs> i mean <like. laughs> C- and can you believe they have off-brand macaroni and cheese anyway, anyway
1: it's a listen lawsuit. i was surprised that i didn't know there was off-brand macaroni and cheese because i Probably would have bought off-brand macaroni and cheese to save money. <laughs> You're like, I'm... Frankly,
0: I'm pissed. I wasted my money. <laughs> I'm very, very cheap. I will here's... buy off-brand everything if I can. Let me tell you, here's the thing you can roast me over or whatever. And this is how... And like, poor people, when they think they have a little bit of money and then they go, like, here's a like, luxurious thing I will treat myself to. Velveeta, by the way, for really poor people... Is His fancy Lux? macaroni oh, cheese. Okay. So my grandmother, as she got older and, you know, made money in her job, um, her thing to snack on, especially you think of, like, poverty back in the days when, mm-hmm. you know, things cost a nickel and shit. It's like, a whole
1: nickel. Well, oh, I'm really saving up.
0: I love cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, it's a simple snack, a little charcuterie. I mean, cheese and crackers, goddamn. My grandma's treat for herself was to use Put Velveeta, Velveeta on a cracker. as the cheese because I'm it felt luxurious. And I was like, at that point, just buy real cheese. Although maybe real cheese was more expensive. Wait, so she would easy cheese the Velveeta onto a cracker? Well, because you can buy Velveeta blocks uh-huh. that you use, in theory, to mm-hmm. melt. Mm-hmm. And she would slice it oh. like soft butter. It I was, mean, it was it- not... Not good. Oh, so now that the, I think I've had about it, the Velveeta it, cheese. It's incredible. Well, n- now that I'm saying it, I'm like, actually, maybe that's just cheaper than cheese. <laughs> that's why she did it. I don't.
1: I don't even think it's cheaper
0: than cheese. I think it's actually like this about the same price. I I just am like, get real cheese anyway i grew up in, a, in an ashtray so you can feel free what, to what know.
1: i do like what i do like to do yeah. let me talk about how how disgusting i get with mac and cheese i
0: like to make cra- i like to roll it into a hundred dollar bill
1: <laughs> and i like to <laughs> i
0: like to blow it up my asshole i took it from my savings bonds my familial coca-cola savings bonds i like to snort the cheddar powder
1: my familial coca-cola handed
0: bonds. down <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking <laughs> They've about. They've been anymore. bestowed
1: upon me through generations. My Coca Cola. <laughs> my my Coca Cola war bonds. The Coca Cola bonds. war bonds. Yeah. They're war bonds. Ah, um, uh, uh, war. I used to make macaroni and cheese. And I say used to. I did this last year. I would make macaroni and cheese from the box with the powdered cheese. So I'd cook it all together,
0: add butter. Is at, that what you do? Oh,
1: absolutely add butter. I would
0: get fistfuls oh. of the shredded cheese and oh, mix it Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But wait, 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 wait. This is what I would do. Add the butter, add the cheese, everything. It's all made. Then I would grab another box of mac and cheese, take the powdered mac and cheese out of it, and then sprinkle it, just dust it on the macaroni and cheese that I made. So, so it was there like would a be a layer of dust. cheese dust. And then I saw at Costco recently that you can buy macaroni and cheese dust
0: cheese d- costco size container of cheese dust? no no no.
1: that's what i call it that's my br- that's my rebrand for it yeah because
0: what did you do with those extra noodles oh i would use them for something i would just eat them hard probably oh yeah because that's how we got in this whole conversation but what i would you know what one, my, my, one of my favorite killer. things to do
1: with them do is make um <laughs> make noodle, cass- noodle casserole with those little elbow noodles
0: one time when my grandma was watching us because my mom was sick and by sick i mean in a psych ward uh <laughs> I mean, reality was sick, but no one was like, it's in the head. Uh, As a kid, it's just like, mommy has to go away for a while. She can't live like this anymore. My grandma, as a way to try to make like, (laughs) oh, I'll make something that their mom makes that they like. And there was literally only one thing my mom made Mm -hmm. when she cooked, because she rarely cooked, and it was chicken casserole. Very easy, you fucking boil the chicken which now that i'm saying that now oh, that i've learned how to cook that is i'm a, like that is a war crime boiling chicken but anyways it's chicken cream of chicken french's fried onions oh yeah simple so my grandma makes it but instead of cream of chicken she uses cream of celery and i being a kid who was extremely picky about eating and also in in retrospect, traumatized. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the time, I'm just—my grandma was, just, you know, was watching us. Uh, I noticed the little green because there's little like pieces of celery, mm-hmm. and I said, I took a bite and I said, "Oh, what are the little green things?" <laughs> and then my grandma goes, <laughs> "No wonder your mother went crazy." <laughs> Uh, And at the time, I didn't understand that it was clearly a generational gap, a thing that had been handed down. Wait, Uh, are you going to actually go crazy at some point? No, because I don't have kids. What do you mean go crazy? I'm insane. No, you're not. You're adjacent. Adjacent? You're adjacent to lunacy. The fact that I haven't been permanently put in a psych ward as a home sometimes shocks me. I mean, I don't understand how,
1: as women on Earth, we would not be crazy. (sighs)
0: <sighs> well, comedy's back, and I'm still rapidly in the decline. Very sick. By the talking way, talking about d- Harry Potter. Really quick, though, she did talk about depression last night, and quickly realized that everybody
1: in the crowd was too depressed for depression material. Yeah, it, no,
0: it tanked very quickly. Everything she did killed uh, the depression material. Just like screeching wow. halt. Wow. And I was like, oh, too real. Now that everyone else has experienced sadness, it's that not is, funny. Th- that's the best part of the joke. Harry Potter. Let's get into it. All right, you guys. Harry Potter time. All right. So we are in Chapter 7 of The Order of the Phoenix. Shit's getting crazy. We've hit the Ministry of Magic. That's the name. Chapter 7, the Ministry of of Magic. the chapter. So at this point where we left off, uh, Harry's gone to bed. We're now like, um, you know, the fucking Molly and Sirius had it out about who's who's his real daddy. Uh, And it's... We're getting on on track for uh, hearing time. So this chapter,
1: of course, I judge every chapter by its title. And this said Ministry of Magic. And I'm like, I didn't didn't know that the the chapter after it was going to be about the trial specifically. So I thought we were going to hit trial time in this, perhaps. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. You're like, they're headed to the Ministry of Magic. Ministry of
1: Magic, it's going to be the trial. But this was awesome because I got to see another... World within the magic world.
0: Oh yeah, you love seeing like just the day to day how yeah. things working. It is interesting because you just go Ministry of Magic and you think of like you know our government buildings, but yeah. then it's like you add in these magical elements. Like this felt like Monsters Inc. Did you get that vibe at all? I mean, I see why you got that vibe because it is like yeah, that corporate. But with the twist of wizards, like I like how he said maintenance controls the weather on some floors that are underground. And yeah. then, like when they were mad, they made it hurricane for like three weeks. Yeah, which is like this is it's great. So it's funny. silly and
1: ridiculous and wonderful. OK, so the chapter kicks off. Um, everybody's downstairs having breakfast. And uh, Mr. Weasley's going to be accompanying Harry to uh, the Department of uh, the Magic of Ministry because Sirius can't and Sirius is pissed. So Sirius gives Harry this Harry's advice and the only advice he gives is
0: don't, don't lose your temper. temper, which is hilarious because Sirius is a fucking known Hot, to explode head. Um, he just says, you know, be polite, stick to the facts. The law's on your side. You're not you didn't do anything wrong. You're going to be fine.
1: But they have to travel in a non magical fashion. Is that just oh because of because of Harry, because of Harry. So they walk there and they have to take just a regular entrance in cuz usually mr weasley when he's going to the ministry of magic he apparates there but
0: because harry can't apparate he's underage
1: they have to walk there and then they have to
0: they don't have any flu powder this... into the ministry of magic there's probably no
1: no um uh, ovens um ovens,
0: ovens? <laughs> i'm sorry I'm you so can't Jewish... build a fireplace yeah, yeah just... a
1: fireplace i'm like <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, of course you think of ovens. Ovens and fireplaces, they're interchangeable. Uh, either way, great for cooking pizza if you do
0: it correctly. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, so they get to this phone booth. Major Superman vibes. Oh yeah. They get to this phone booth and it's so funny because like clearly Mr. Weasley doesn't travel this way regularly. So he doesn't he totally doesn't know what to operate do. Operate telephones very much, which is like I thought it was kind of funny cuz like for as fascinated as he is by muggle everything you haven't
1: figured out a fucking phone i still refuse to believe that a man who is absolutely obsessed with muggle everything can't figure out figure out muggle money yeah. That's how like, bad are you at
0: your job? That like, yeah, I mean, come on. No wonder they don't fucking pay you anything, Arthur. Yeah, you suck at what you do, It's Weasley. like the numbers are right on the money. God, anyway, that's a throwback to God. But there's, of Fire.
1: So, there's so many things that he doesn't get. And I'm like, wh- what kind of research are you doing that you've come up with nothing?
0: Yeah, you're like such... How do you fix the problems that you're sen- sent to fix if you don't understand how the muggle things work? I almost yeah. call them artifacts. But. And also... Telephones? You mean the one of the greatest creations of people of muggle technology? Yeah. And and by the way, that you had to use didn't you have, he have to call Harry oh, yeah, last book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they last used year?
1: they've he's used it before.
0: Still can't figure tone out. or he whatever. Gets, he gets
1: to the telephone and he's like, ooh. Oh, oh. He's like holding it upside down. He's got oh, the receiver uh, you know.
0: by his mouth, and he's just screaming.
1: <laughs> I just hit the phone into my head really hard.
0: That's not a phone. You're very Mr. Weasley right now. Oh, it's a God, microphone. i so
1: Mr. Weasley. I guess uh, it is a t-
0: type of phone. It's a microphone. Yeah, where'd they come up with that name for? Telephone, microphone. Oh, because the phone must be their voice thing. Never mind.
1: Anywho, so they get into the, the telephone booth, and it starts going down into the earth. Beep.
0: Magic, which this feels very
1: spies like us. If you, this is a very old reference, um, yeah, it's too this old is, for me. This is for some of our Patreons. If you guys know spies like us, um, they Patreon have to, go, do they have to go down into the earth. Um, never
0: mind, anywho, uh, yeah, so they like go under it's just this like secret entrance basically into the ministry mm-hmm. for uh non magic interries, entries, mm-hmm. enterers, mm-hmm. enterers so guests, guests. yes yeah. so they get in the lobby there's this giant fountain it's got golden statues mm-hmm. of a wizard and a witch and a that... centaur and goblins the way and... you say centaur is infuriating <laughs> say it again sun centaur centaur what did i say before Centaur. will somebody draw a centaur with mitch mcconnell on it just the body with like saggy uh, man boobs and his gobble uh, as the you guys fucking... i'm a fucking moron um a goblin and house elves oh by the way all all of the creatures that are non-wizards are looking up at the wizards like they're like oh my god these amazing wizards which for a house elf normal goblins fuck you and centaurs we all saw centaurs the was it the last book or the Mm -hmm. book before where we met for and they are like don't fucking talk to them yeah (laughs) like they would trample us all to death very inaccurate depiction but anyways, the, the fountain says that all co- coins go to St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries. And, and st- Harry's like, if I survive my
1: trial, I am going to give 10 galleons. Of gold. Yeah. 10, well, 10
0: gold galleons. Yeah, 10 gold galleons. I'm Mr. Weasley now. I can't yeah. talk about money. Um, <laughs> which I'm like, did he? Was he saying that loud? Like, he's like, if I win. Like. <laughs> Really showing it off. In case anyone on the the jury was from yeah. St. Mungo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, I will donate. I am a
1: good, good human.
0: Yes. So anyways, they have to head to... They're very early. So they're heading to Arthur's office, which is the uh, Misuse of Magical Artifacts office. So they get into
1: this elevator that's going up like 8,000 floors. Oh,
0: by the way, Harry has to turn in his wand and get a badge. So that's just like... A standard...
1: Oh, and they scan his badge, and they're like, Phoenix feather. Oh, scan his wand. S- they scan his wand. Why, what did I just say? Badge. Sorry, they scan his, his uh, wand, and they're like, Phoenix feather, <laughs> foot. Or they give all like the dimensions and the details about it. Which I was is... like, I, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool.
0: I mean, yeah. No, it's a very interesting little tiny tidbit that they put in there. Um, at what point do you find some of these tidbits are just... To paint a picture, and what things do you glom onto ooh, as? Oh, Because you think so many things good are question. You think so many things are going to come back.
1: I, in all of this so far, there's something going on. This episode is something is going on. This episode, this book, something is going on with house elves and goblins you think the I house mean, elf thing started in the last book i think it's going to become relevant again again there's she's planted enough seeds about elves and goblins yeah they do there's, seem to that's like that's going to come to a head Some goblin stuff does keep
0: popping up that's an interesting yeah. observation so oh. i think
1: at some point that'll be that'll be relevant
0: absolutely on their way to the office they pass the auror's office um and if anyone is listening to the jim dale version uh on audible I first. I love the way he, he goes. All rolls All He was an all wolf. All Anyways, it doesn't matter. They passed Kingsley Shacklebolt, which who was in the guard that oh, flew this... Harry. But it was funny because Harry tries to say hi, and it's like kind of brushed off because yeah. he, he's not supposed to know him. There's yeah. no way he could have known him. No one like the Order of the Phoenix, according to the Ministry of Magic, does not exist. Yeah. No one should know that that's going on. So it's very like. Whatever, and he overhears Kingsley Shacklebolt.
1: Oh, oh, I love Kingsley is like to, to Weasley, he's like, uh, uh, any
0: information on uh, Sirius Black illegal flying his motorcycle? He must still have his motorcycle. Yeah, he's like saying, he's kind of just like announcing fake information because that's been Kingsley Shacklebolt's whole thing is that he is in charge of the hunt for Sirius Black, mm-hmm. so he's just been throwing people off. Yeah, um, and then. Arthur's like, well, what, what, he's like, making meatballs mm-hmm. later if you want to come by. Like, it's just very. It's I like l- they're having an affair. Honestly. I
1: love that's one of the things that I love the little details that she has about the the world, and it just feels that feels so real to me. Like that feels like an honest dynamic. Oh yeah, between and, these two characters. Between these two characters, and it makes me want to like. It makes me so badly want to be part of the Order of the Phoenix. It feels like so cool. You think you, that's what you would be
0: like? Let me in there. Yeah, I would, I would definitely
1: want to be in the Order of the Phoenix. What do you think your
0: job would be if you had grown, grown up in, you know, you went to Hogwarts, you're out in the world, what kind of wizarding job are you looking to get? Probably an or
1: Like, I love Justice, so maybe that. Justice? But they're, like, actually hunting down the... Yeah, then maybe not that. I mean, I'd probably be in, like, the legal... I guess I'd probably be in the Ministry of Magic in some
0: capacity. But I
1: would love to be, like, a a secret agent.
0: I mean, it could happen. And that's... I mean, it could... No, it couldn't. It's not real. (laughs) It could (laughs) happen. But that's interesting, the idea of doing, like, a a double agent thing. Or... I guess you'd have to be, like, playing both Dark and Light. I would...
1: I mean, I would want to be playing,
0: well, playing both dark and light. Did you just reveal that the ministry is dark? No, you just said secret agent. So I'm thinking the ministry and, oh. and we're or like the Order of Phoenix. Because you said dark and light. So I was like, well, what's dark in this equation? Well, no, but like you said, secret agent.
1: So someone has to be, you know, the... Spying. See, I, I look at um, uh, Shacklebolt as, as like a secret agent. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah.
0: He's kind of going against the ministry. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like I, by giving I, incorrect information. Yeah, and it's about- not that I guess dark and light's not the right word, but there's always yeah. like the person you're not really with, but pretending to be with. Yeah. So it's like in this case, the ministry is in a way dark because they're refusing to believe Yeah, they're refusing to believe so the truth. Dark in that sense is what I'm saying. Okay, mean. I didn't yeah. that there's nothing to okay. reveal and okay. I revealed nothing. Okay. Uh um, let's see. Okay, oh, and then so the,
1: and then Weasley's coworker comes in and he's like, "Hey!"
0: Oh, because they get to Mister Weasley's office, so it's like, "Yay, we're here!" By the way, fucking tiny closet of an office, and then the well, coworker tiny comes closet in. of an office because he's terrible at his job. Yeah. Makes sense. I just, it's fucking crazy to me that, yeah, I mean, maybe he is, but also maybe it's like a bullshit job. But is it like is it like maybe, American it, government it, where it's like really hard to get fired once you're in there, or maybe it's because. Uh, nobody wants
1: to do that job because nobody cares about muggles. Yeah. Maybe it's a job where it's like, Ugh, who cares
0: about muggles? But it's also He's like got magic to deal with. I know it's like to, to have so much magic and to be so fascinated by like, oh, I discovered a Pringles
1: can. Oh my god! Once you pop the top, it's so true. You can't stop. Ah, nom, 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 nom. Oh god, I love Pringles.
0: So his coworker runs in and is like, "Hey, uh,"
1: the hearing's been moved. They changed the time. They changed the floor."
0: Yeah. So he hands him a paper. Yeah, they're already five minutes late. When they were like, "It's on another floor." Yeah, courtroom ten, which by the way hasn't been used in years. All very suspect. What are you thinking at this point?
1: I'm not. I'm not expecting what's coming at all. At this point, I'm like, "Oh no, Harry might miss his trial." But of course, in my mind, I'm like, "Well, there's no way Harry can." miss his trial like he's going back to Hogwarts goes, he's not getting I love Hogwarts. the
0: confidence that you have that just because the books go on they necessarily take place at Hogwarts I, I just I just think
1: Harry is going astounding. to become a full-fledged wizard I mean he already is a full-fledged wizard but like he's got to learn so much more that's like true. he's already
0: crushing it but the, you don't think but there for him will him be to reach any type capacity, of transference
1: I don't know I don't know, but I don't I don't I'm, I mean at this point I'm like, well, he's going to make it to the trial, but he's probably going to get fucking reprimanded. And I'm imagining Fudge is the guy overseeing the trial. So I'm imagining Fudge being a fucking dictator. Are him. you imagining Fudge overseeing yeah. the yeah. trial or
0: do you just is it cuz that comes up that you
1: Maybe, but I, I guess I can't exactly say.
0: So when you get this, are you just thinking clerical error or something's amiss?
1: Oh, I think something's amiss.
0: Yeah. So, so you got, there are no clerical errors. No, absolutely not. So listen, this is what happens. They take the lifts all the way to the bottom. This is a fun thing, by the way, that we left out in the lifts. Um, memos come in. Yeah. It's like fucking send an email. But like, I guess this was slightly before email was a big thing, but. There's just like paper airplanes flying around and they go in and out and they deliver themselves for you. But, anyways, they get in the lift, they go all the way to the bottom of the floor, which is the Department of Mysteries, and they take the stairs further down. Uh Like, the courtroom is a place that the elevator doesn't even reach, and Mr. Weasley can't go in with him. So, like, this chapter ends with just get on in there, Harry. Good luck, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And uh, we're going to take a break and we will be right back. We're back. Chapter 8, The Hearing. All right. It's fucking time. So he gets into courtroom 10, and he's seen this place before. So this is crazy. He's in the courtroom where he saw in the Pinsy of the Lestranges and Barty Crouch Jr. And, and the sentencing and the uh, all that stuff. All that stuff. So in the last book when he went into Dumbledore's Pinsy and he saw all the different sentencings and he was bouncing around next to different younger Dumbledore's that's the courtroom he's in the one with the fucking it's got the chair in the middle that has the cuffs that'll lock you in yeah. and that's where he has to sit and they don't lock him in they don't lock him in so he sits uh, down he doesn't know until he sits down they're like but because that's what were, what were you thinking were you like are they gonna lock him no, in his chair? no 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 no
1: i would when, when they mentioned it like as a detail i was like oh yeah but i was like no i'm not gonna he's not like a a violent he's not potentially a death eater that's true.
0: But who so, knows how they were going to treat him because yeah. they've been running all these you know, stories the and smear shit smear campaign him. against him. So there's 50 people in here. It's the I, I call it Wizen Gamut. Some people say Wizen I say Wizen Gamut. I refuse to say Wizen Gamut. Wizen I just and gamut. said it, so I guess I don't refuse. Yep. I like Wizen Gamut. It's a Z. I don't know, but it's probably Wizen wiz. Gamet. Um, it's the full Wizarding Council, so we've got the Ministry of... Which Mi- is crazy for this, for this level of offense. Yeah, but we don't know that. You don't know yeah, that until yeah. the end. We can just find that out. Yeah. So I'm getting ahead of myself. You're getting in here and you just go. I guess this is just how they do the trial. At yeah. least to me is that I, when I first read it, I thought like, seems, seems like a lot for a hearing, but also seems very government workers to go overboard for a little thing just to mm-hmm. pretend to be fucking busy. So Fudge is there. Fudge and fucking Percy. Percy.
1: I can't express enough. The second I hear Percy's name in a scene, I'm like... When is he going to die in this fucking book? When is he going to be out? I can't stand him. He is the most insufferable character. Do you know that I've deleted Percy's face from my mind? I can't even remember what he looks like from the movies. I
0: mean, I, you know, he that's how much I hate him. Like a Weasley, you know? I know,
1: I- but it's like, I can't. If you held a gun to my head and you were like, describe him, I would just be like, well, a redhead. Just because I know he's a redhead. I mean, he but might as well be you. I mean, Exactly. Mm. That's why I hate him because I hate myself. It all makes <laughs> sense. Jesus Christ. How can we not understand this? <laughs> anyway, so the little fucking cunts up there. Cornelius Fudge, who, I, who I'm i already at this point hate. Who's Yeah, just like, he's been fucking weird this whole book. You're fucking giving hairy shit. You are on my shit list, motherfucker. So he's
0: ready to start the hearing and then all of a sudden he gets... Interrupted witness for the defense, Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. By
1: the way, I didn't see that you were reading that off the sheet. I thought you were doing that off the top of your head, and I was like, this bitch's memory is ironclad.
0: I mean, you live with me, you know that is not true. So, fudges kind of surprised not happy what is albus dumbledore doing there yeah well Dumbledore's like "Uh, you know um i didn't get the memo but luckily i arrived three hours early yeah so i was here for the time due to a
1: lucky mistake now at this point i'm like dumbledore knows what's up dumbledore was like they're gonna
0: try to fuck around yeah
1: yeah. also Dumble i think dumbledore knows what's going on with fudge but he can't necessarily prove it what do you mean? What do
0: you think is going on with Fudge? Oh,
1: I think Fudge is in bed. I think he is just giving handies to the fucking Dark Lord.
0: You do? Thi-
1: oh, yeah. Oh, I think he is. You don't a- think
0: he's just in denial about the Dark I Lord he- being back? No,
1: I think he is in
0: bed with the Death Eaters. You think he do you think he is a Death Eater? Or
1: what? I think he is uh, He's he's to- facilitating You can buy him. I think I think Fudge is up for sale for sure. To save his own ass for
0: fucking sure. He's a turncoat. Yeah, but why is he percent. is he saving his own oh because so you think it's like in Fudge's mind, were Voldemort to come back, there's no fucking chance they could defeat him. Yeah. So he would easily just go, All right, yeah, no, mean, I mean you guys, uh huh. But yeah, Voldemort's yeah. already been defeated once. What? I mean not completely defeated, obviously, but
1: Or maybe or maybe uh uh because we later in this chapter see him talking to See we should just get to what we get Okay, to all there. right. We'll get to that. All right.
0: Um, Listen, so clearly they moved this time because they were trying to fucking skirt around Dumbledore Mm -hmm. is what's obviously going on. Because
1: Dumbledore is kind of like the key to this trial. It's the key to Harry's freedom because no one is going to advocate for Harry the way Dumbledore will and can.
0: And Harry, you know, he's not well versed enough in the law other than the things he's picked up. He's like, well, it was for protection, whatever. But it's like to have someone there who yeah it's not like he has a public defender well also there's a huge difference in your word and having a witness or someone else's word which yeah we and get also to. having
1: not only just another witness's word
0: but having dumbledore's word oh absolutely even though he's been removed yeah. from the wiz and gamut which i question how many people because you know there were some people who like were shocked by dumbledore and then some people were waving to dumbledore so it's like Whatever. So anyways, the trial begins. Fudge accuses Harry of producing a Patronus in front of humans. Uh, Patronus charm in muggle inhabited area in the presence of a muggle. And oh, I love. I, oh my God, love. That there's one of the witches to, there's, you know, people all around him, but one of the witches to his side who's, you know, kind of scribing everything, uh, Amelia Bones is like, a uh, full Patronus? You're 15 years old. You did a full, like the full.
1: Witch- what, did, what did it look like? Was It, it was just
0: a slither? Yeah, and he's like, no, it's a Patronus. It's, it was, and she's like, well, what was it? Yeah, a stag. It's always a stag. And she's like, always oh, a stag? And he's like, yeah, I've done it before. And she, so she's like, this whole trial where it's supposed to be like, who the fuck are you? She's like, pretty, good, pretty get, impressive for pretty, a 15-year-old. Yeah. And you've done this before? Yeah.
1: this This character immediately... Went high, high on my list. If Amelia Bones comes up again, oh,
0: yes. Do I, you like Amelia Bones? Oh,
1: I'm so, anybody who's like a little tip of the chapeau to Harry, mm, yes, queen, yes. You love anyone who will kiss Harry's ass? No, it's not kissing his ass. It's appreciating it's fucking him. recognizing fucking game. Yeah. Game going, recognize game. You have to. Harry is a G. That's very true. Oh, so, I love it so
0: much. Harry launches into the explanation about the Dementors. He, you know, yes, I did it. There was Dementors and Fudge just straight up is like, I don't believe you. Um, And Fudge basically says, okay, this is a cover story. Obviously, he's had time to stew on this. Uh What cover story would make sense for producing a Patronus charm? Humans can't see Dementors. So, of course, he'll say that because none of the humans can say it. But it's also like, if there weren't Dementors, why would that be the spell he produced? You fucking idiot. Yeah. that's not going to do anything to to who for what? What does that spell for besides Dementor? What is he going
1: to Patronus? Uh, wh- what's his fucking name? His 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 fat
0: cousin cousin Dud- Dudley? Dudley? Yeah, it's I like mean, that. he has no reason to use the Patronus charm. And those other are than that. those are specifically for Dementors. It's like your fucking lime bowler hat is eating your brain, you stupid piece also, of shit. And also, you can
1: still sense. Um, uh, dementors. Oh yeah, no, it's... you might not be able to see them, but you feel them.
0: Yeah, and and no one wants to hear what J.K. Rowling has said, but in interviews and explanations of it, uh, she has said that the dementors were supposed to be, uh, she created them as uh, an explanation for depression. Yeah. So it's like when a human is around a dementor, the idea is like that's when yeah. you're experiencing. So and and we we saw Dudley was experiencing that he couldn't see. It was cold. Yeah. Later when he was accusing Harry, he's like, all the happiness was gone. Yeah. Um, and everybody knows that. That's not like something that Fudge doesn't know. Which is fucking stupid, but but Fudge, you know, is he's just like, very convenient. Yeah. And that's when Dumbledore is like, well, actually there's a witness. Mrs. Fig. Um, And he calls him Mrs. Fig. And it's great because Mrs. Fig, she's just like, in the world enough, but as a squib. By the so way, it made me real excited when he brought her out as a witness. Oh, yeah, because it's like, because in theory, if it was just another human, there's so much more crime to be brought up about bringing a human all the way to the Ministry of Magic and like, oh, here's another woman you did it in front of. So she starts, she's like, yeah, it was a Dementor. And Harry isn't totally sure...
1: This she's lying. Can she's see. actually lying. I
0: think, yeah, she's fully like making it up. She's like, I don't know if squibs can see Dementors, but also that's fucked. So a squid at this but- point, she describes what she felt. And that's what convinced
1: everybody but fudge.
0: Yeah. So she gives like a very vague explanation of what she saw. She's like, they were, they were in a cloak and they started, she got a little tripped up. She's like walking over and they're like, they don't walk. They glide. She's like, well, yeah, that's, you know, that's what, what I meant. meant. Yeah. But she explains, she's like, it was so cold. It was like, I would never be happy again. Um, and I remembered dreadful things, and then Amelia Bones. Hello. Amelia Bones is like, yeah, that does sound. That's that's a Dementor. That's what they do. And Fudge is, still by the way, just like I think,
1: I think calling it now. I think Amelia Fudge knew Amelia Bones knew she was lying, but I think Amelia Bones likes Harry, and I think she's she's on the side of good. You think so? Yeah,
0: because I feel like this. It could easily be a thing where nobody thought to inquire if i think amelia
1: bones i think amelia bones knows how great harry is as she just learned from the patronus thing
0: and she's like we can't take this kid i guess that's true but i could also see how like in normal everyday wizarding life you know they had dementors at the castle last year but like that's very exceptional yeah for the most part well-behaving non-criminal wizards never encounter should never be encountering a Dementor, yeah. so it would be a thing we're like, why would we figure out if a Squib could or couldn't see? Yeah, because um, if a Squib commits a crime, they're going to regular people jail. Yeah. <sighs> Anyhow, um, and then Dumbledore brings
1: up that someone had to have ordered this this Dementor attack because well, Dementors
0: wouldn't be just acting on their own. Well, absolutely, but cause Fudge go because well, because Fudge goes, why would there be Dementors there? And that's how Dumbledore goes. Well, obviously. Somebody sent them there. And that's when it gets fucking sticky. And that's also when we meet Dolores. Umbridge. Umbridge. I said that. I said that, but I was saying it with my weird accent. I I said hemorrhage, (laughs) which is fair. (laughs) Dolores. Dolores hemorrhoid. So a large toad like witch fucking this bitch and with a big bow in her hair she's like it's and it sounded for a teensy moment as though you're suggesting that the ministry of magic had ordered an attack on this boy dumbledore's like yeah i'm not not suggesting yeah he's like well i mean the only logical thing is either the ministry has ordered an attack on harry potter or the dementors are being controlled by someone else yeah that means then the ministry of magic lost control of the
1: dementors yeah in any in any scenario not the ministry good. of magic is not doing their job properly yeah
0: somebody's fucking up somewhere is yeah that is what i'm saying yeah and yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah. Ahem. and now fudge is pissed
0: fucking losing it and yeah because
1: fudge is like well this is this fucking trial's not going the way i wanted it yeah,
0: to of course not because it's like he thought he was just going to make an idiot out of Harry yeah. with no Dumbledore in
1: sight, and so Dumbledore's like, "Listen, Harry had every right to defend himself.
0: Um, he and Fudge, oh, oh yeah, of course, Fudge brings up like, oh, he's broken You're rules known before being for rule breaker, and it's like that the nothing Harry has done in the past has anything to do with this trial, yeah, because Fudge also tries to bring up the fact that, that- magic was done at, at uh, fucking Privet Drive a couple years ago, and that was. What's his name? Dobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the, this is the kind of thing that they do in trials. Um. If, if, if a, any black man is on trial, if he makes it to trial and he's not murdered um, or if he is murdered, they'll just be like, well, his past. So he deserved to die.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you're not, he, you are not on trial for anything in the past. This, you are on trial for the one crime you're being accused of. That's it. That, that, that is it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's truly enraging. So they, ha- they basically do a all in favor, say aye or nay. So people who want him guilty, there's like a half dozen people, including fudge and Umbridge, and then a resounding, not guilty from most yep. of the wizen gamut. Cause they're like, okay. And at this point, most of those people have to be thinking, what the fuck is up? And then, and then Dumbledore leaves. Yeah, he like doesn't even make eye contact with her. He like hurries out, which, honestly, it's fucking Dumbledore. Of course he's hurrying out. He's got shit to do. He's the greatest
1: I, wizard of our time. I also think he was maybe doing that for a reason, because I think Dumbledore needs to be extremely cautious, especially in this situation, as to not seem biased in his protection of Harry.
0: Yeah, that there's not more than any- anything than the facts. Yeah, I guess like, that's- these are the facts.
1: I, it's, I, I don't have an emotional commitment to this kid. He, you know, isn't important to me in any other way than this is a student in my school. And the truth is on his
0: side, period. That's true. That makes sense. But also it's like maybe he's just fucking like, God damn it, Harry. Why'd you? No, I don't think so. But there's a lot of thoughts swirling through Harry's head. But that is where that chapter ends. And then we head into chapter nine. The woes of Mrs. Weasley. Okay. Have no fucking
1: idea what's about to happen.
0: Yeah. So Mr. Weasley's out to the door. He doesn't know what happened. Harry comes out. He's been cleared. Woo! Lucius Malfoy's there. Chitty P- chitty chatting with Fudge. Yeah, he's like up Fudge's ass, which that's, I guess, maybe where you got mm-hmm. the idea that. But also, I feel like there's two ways you could look at this. Either Fudge is in bed with Death Eaters and is fully on board with um, you know, Voldemort being back and he's in on it. Or he, like Mr. Weasley says, Mr. Malfoy has been bribing ministry office for years. So fucking Mal- Malfoy throws his money around and is, you know, schmoozy and like whatever. Mm. So he could be, you know, Oh, here, let me, you know, I'll, let me take that off your hands type yeah. of
1: and it's situation. Also, like, I,
0: it's definitely a thing of like, it might not
1: be as deep as he's in bed with the death eaters, That's but he's true. definitely,
0: he's definitely greasing a
1: Malfoy wheel.
0: Absolutely. He's like not completely shut off to them. He hasn't even admitted that uh, Voldemort's back. And mm-hmm. Harry actually is like, maybe he's under the imperious curse. Yeah, I never
1: even thought about that. When he said that, I was like, oh, oh yeah. Like I got, I have to I have to sharpen my wizard mind.
0: Yeah, that it's like anyone could be. I gotta know be, that that's an option. That was a big thing when Voldemort was alive. And Mr. Weasley says Dumbledore has said he doesn't think so. Unfortunately, he thinks as of now, he's acting on his own accord, which actually is almost more troubling. Mm-hmm. That it's like, yeah, no, it seems like he's just firmly making these own decisions on his with his own intelligence. Just that brain under that stupid boulder. Boulder? Bowler. 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 I'm an idiot. And then anyway, true to
1: his word, Harry drops some coinage
0: in the uh. Not fountain. just ten galleons. He dumps his whole fucking, fucking pocket pocket. And that's when he notices what we pointed out before is that like the fountain seems a little bit bigoted towards wizards. Mm-hmm. He's like checking out the everyone looking up at at them and it's like get the fuck over yourselves which I love that he had that moment I love that he Mm -hmm. went we are not this superior supreme being yeah 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 Harry sees everybody for what they are yeah and I think that's important because especially someone in Harry's position where he has done extremely remarkable things to go All right, no one is a fucking god here Mm -hmm. we're all creatures existing I thought it was interesting but they head home Everyone's losing their shit. They're Everyone's so happy. Everyone's screaming. He, he got, got off. off. He got off. He oh.
1: got off. He got off. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, oh, serious black? He got off. Serious is actually not.
0: He seems kind of bummed. I mean, he's Oh, sorry. He's but <laughs> Oh god. Is that what you sound? Sirius like? Serious is
1: kind of <sighs> Sirius is bummed because he's like, you know, he's you know, like, he, yeah, he's, now I can't be with Harry forever.
0: Yeah. He's putting on up like a shitty front of like, oh, great. Yeah, you it's know, great. but
1: Sirius, by the way, truly thinks Harry's like James and he's just like, it's like the good old days. We'll be together again forever. Yeah.
0: So Hermione vocalizes. She's like, I think there was a tiny part of him that was like, OK, well, you know, we'll have each other and we. Yeah.
1: Can... I'm not going to have to be alone all the goddamn time.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then this is this feels big. Mm-hmm. Um they are pre-start pre of the year owls come and Ron gets a letter saying he's been made a prefect. And Hermione gets a letter that says she's been made a prefect. And like... More than one person is like, wow, Ron, I would have thought it would be you, Harry. And Hermione, actually, like, he's holding Ron's prefect, checking it out, his badge. That's when Hermione comes in. She's like, you too? I knew Knew it. it." So awkward. So
1: awkward. And he's like, yeah, no, you didn't know it because it's it's not me. It's Ron.
0: And everybody's like, fuck it. Ron." Ron? But oh. Mrs. Weasley is losing her mind. I love, by the way, that she's, she goes, ah, oh, that's it. All of our children so far have been prefects. And Fred and George are like, oh, well, what are we, next door neighbors? Like, oh. it's like, they just... Sh-
1: Two of the best characters in the book. Fred and George Weasley, best.
0: if you want to talk about who I would let spit roast me... Yeah, uh, you want you want a little wheezy roast, but then they're brothers, and I think that gets weird. But like, yeah, no,
1: no, no, no. If they're on both ends, if they're on opposite as ends, as long as they're not
0: touching swords, it's not yeah, yeah, a crime. No, no. Or if we're in Arkansas, sort it up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, uh, I mean, for oh. sure, I would have at least been fingered by one of those wheezy boys. Yeah, you I'm a sucker for fucking jackasses yeah. is what it is it's like you oh, look- he blew up a fart in the downstairs ravenclaw girls bathroom he's hot yeah. what's wrong with put me? your fucking finger in my cooter yeah, why don't you chase that broom right into my other oh give me your chasers? wand because they could they could they're they're, sh- they're they're beaters right? they're beaters yeah you're like, beat my puss. Yeah, I got some freedom. You beat. your broom or oh. your wand. Stick a candy up there. Just take me on oh. the old redheaded. What are you doing? What happened? Matt Al Moody mm-hmm. committed suicide. I'm a good Christian owl and I won't have this talk of sexual. Anyone listening to the podcast, by the way, and not seeing the video live on Head our Patreon. Head over to our fucking YouTube. It's not on our YouTube. Patreon.com slash two filthy nerds oh, yeah, where yeah, we yeah. stream live because. We stream live, but you can also see some clips on our Instagram, our Facebook, our YouTube. YouTube. Follow us everywhere, at Two Filthy Nerds. I'm sorry, I had to do that plug, because I realized we were commenting heavily on a visual gag that was going on. Okay, and then
1: then Ron's like, I want a new broom. And his mom is like, we have no money, but okay. Oh, yeah,
0: because he's made a prefect, which, like, this is a big deal. And, like, this, I can relate to... I mean, I felt like I could relate to because I felt myself getting teared up over like a poor person, a poor family wanting to celebrate their kid, like they'd have this big achievement yeah. and to go like i, I we want to celebrate you, but we literally can't There's a fun thing crazy poor parents like to do is really, really lean into that if you're naughty, Santa will not bring you presents, and then make you think that you're the worst kid in the world because they can't afford presents. Oh, Fun that's tip, by the way, up. if you can't afford your kids' presents, just tell them it's because they're evil. Uh, oh, baby. But anyway. You really went through it, didn't you? <sighs> oh, poor me. I turned out fine. Oh, you're okay. So he asked for a new broomstick, and then he's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, he doesn't want a firebolt, which we know is this fucking price of a goddamn Tesla. But he's like, oh, you know, maybe a clean sweep. He's He wants something, but he's also not being unrealistic he knows what he's asking for and harry's jealous but he's like you know what let him have it yeah and he he is having that like rightful i think anyone in that situation would go i'm harry fucking potter how did ron get it over me i mean we work in comedy in entertainment in hollywood the uh, i feel like we're surrounded en masked by people who go mm, I get that. and yeah. it's like but this is a real instance of wait why didn't
1: Why didn't he get it? That's crazy. But
0: it's one of those things where I think at a certain point with anything, I've learned to go for the most part. We all have moments where we fucking fall back into old habits, but like Mm -hmm. somebody's just got to go. That's just not for you. And the reason you may not ever know the specific reason, but it's like because something else is for you. There's another opportunity coming or things are going a different way, but it is like he's. You know, but Harry's gotten into a lot of trouble and maybe with all the news and everything going on, they're like, maybe. But here's the thing that I
1: love is that Sirius has a chat with him and, you know, Lupin as well. Um, or no, Sirius just has the chat with him. and He's like, listen your dad and I both got passed over for prefects. Like it's in your blood kid. Yeah. We were troublemakers. You're in. And and I think that's sort of the thing where it's like, you're following in some fucking cool footsteps. And I think that for Harry is like huge. Like what a, what a consolation to know that like you're in the ranks of like two of the fucking coolest wizards ever.
0: Yeah. And like that, your father was a great guy and also not a prefect. Cause what are you, that's what I should ask is as, you, as a first-time reader, mm-hmm. you see this happen. What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Do you, What's your logic of why he's not a prefect? I think being
1: a prefect is a limiting thing. I think being a prefect, you're responsible for all these other people, and – You've got to have less focus on yourself. I think Dumbledore is like, no, 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 no. Right now, I need you to have focus on you and your two friends who are always looking out for you and looking out for your best interest. They're there. They are prefects, so they can look out
0: for you in that way. Uh, so we think, you think that not only him not being a prefect was a tactical decision, but making sure that the people closest to Harry were yes. on the lookout. Yes, out. uh-huh. Yeah, Like you think realistically, if someone were to rank who should be the fifth year prefect boy, Ron probably wasn't the second choice. No, Ron absolutely wasn't the second choice. So Hermione was for sure the first choice. For sure. But okay. Second choice was definitely not Ron. If we're, if, since we're talking about it, Neville, Seamus Finnegan, Dean Thomas, those are the other three fifth year boys. Mm -hmm. We know very little about most of them. Mm -hmm. We know a little about Neville. Who? If not Ron, who? I feel maybe Neville. Neville? He's bumbling, but he's, like, respon- like yeah, you know, he's he cares responsible. Yeah, he's responsible. He, rules. like, the
1: way he's stuck up in in The Sorcerer's Stone, the way he's stuck up being like, no, you cannot go. And they were like, sorry, bro. <laughs> God, I think I think he is a, a good, honest kid who would wants have good to intentions. do right. Yeah. And he would be,
0: like, diplomat. He wouldn't abuse like power. Okay. And I also
1: think it would be nice to, like, give someone like him a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of authority because he wouldn't abuse it.
0: Yeah. But then also like, would people even take his, would well, he, res- all he needs to do is send them to fucking authority. Detention. That's yeah. true. Um, so I, mean,
1: I, I think he would, Neville would learn how to drop a dick. Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: So Mrs. Weasley throws a little celebration. Like this is a big deal. You know what I mean? Like she's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to your books. We're going to do a little party. She, you know, invites the, the order folks. And, um, Oh, during the party, we see Fred and George talking to Mundungus, trying to get some shit from him for their little skiving snack boxes, which mm-hmm. I think we covered. Yeah, we've covered those in the last. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they're trying to get more things for, you know, people to get sick and get out of class. Mm-hmm. And they're negotiating and Harry, he, they, oh, Harry, come over. It's okay because they, they let Harry in on it because Harry has funded them.
1: Yeah. With his winning that so much. Harry's I know. Their, Harry's their main investor.
0: I know. And then Harry's sort of having this crisis of like, what if this blows up in my face? What if them leaning into this thing that their mom obviously isn't happy about mm-hmm. causes some strife and then isolates me and, mm-hmm. you know, like Percy, uh, you know, well, like, cause it, he thinks it may become a thing that, you know, further alienates them from the family. Just because yeah, like the twins are, they're having fun and they're like being serious about the thing they're doing, but their mom is very adamantly against it. So, um, I don't know. So Harry's a little bummed out. Moody's like, I'm gonna cheer you up. I'm gonna show you pictures of your parents
1: from the original order of the Phoenix.
0: Yeah. So he's got this picture of like a bunch of people and he's like prodding people in the picture to get them out of the way. Uh And he's like, as he is, he's explaining people in the picture. Um, and then he gets to Harry's parents, but like, it's not comforting because, because as he's, (laughs) as he's like, Oh, that's so-and-so. He went missing. So he's just realizing all these people are, like, smiling in this picture, like... And they're all fucking dead. They are... So many of them are dead or just have gone missing forever. There's a few people that they Oh,
1: oh, this... The chapter comes to a close with... uh, Mrs. Weasley is like, oh, I got to go put the Bogart away. Oh,
0: yeah, because they had Mad-Eye Moody look upstairs into the drawer that had been fucking around earlier in the book, and he's like, it's definitely a bogart. So she's like, I'll go take care of it. And... As Harry sneaks away, he's like, I'm going to get out of this party. Because he's, like, uncomfortable. He's thinking about all those dead people in the picture. Mm -hmm. He's thinking about the twins and their fucking joke shop. And also probably still feeling weird as fuck about the prefect shit. So he heads upstairs. And he hears Miss Weasley sobbing. (gasps) Uh! And he goes into the room where she's at. And Miss
1: Weasley was trying to get rid of the boggart. But she can't manage to cast a spell. So the boggart keeps turning into every single member of her family. Dead. And then, because it turns into your worst fear. When you,
0: reading this. Oh,
1: yeah, dude. Well, we, were, we did a live reading for this. When you said there was Ron was dead, I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, okay, I knew Harry wouldn't die, but I definitely didn't think Ron wouldn't die. I was like, how is Ron dead? I've seen him in posters for the other movies. Wait, let me
0: ask you this. Do you think Ron and Hermione survived the entire series?
1: Yeah. No, I think Ron might die.
0: I don't think Hermione dies. Interesting.
1: Oh, you fucking asshole.
0: Yeah, so she's like, oh, she's sobbing and she can't get rid of She's like, ridiculous, ridiculous. And it's just switching. To fucking, you know, Ron, the twins, Percy, Charlie. There's mm. so many fucking kids. Ginny, Mr. Weasley, the whole guy Harry. Picking- Harry. Um, And so Harry calls for help, which it's also like, Dude, fuck you! You can't Mary, take you- on a goddamn bogart. Harry can but, do this shit. I, but I think he was overwhelmed. What was happening? And also, I don't
1: think he can use the magic.
0: Oh yeah, good call. Yeah. And so he calls for Lupin, and Lupin this comes in. This book could have gone a totally different direction out of a, like him out of a panic using yeah. magic. So Lupin comes in immediately. Gets ridiculous. Rid of it. We see the moon for like half a second because it's fucking his thing. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Weasley is so embarrassed, and she's just like, "I just, I don't know what to do." It'll. Be. By the way, reading this, I was literally actually almost crying I was like on the verge of tears when we were I in the library would have cry-
1: I would have cried if I was by myself reading this yeah sure.
0: like I was like trying not to sob because I had to read the book but yeah. her just being like it'll be a be a miracle if we all get out of this alive was yeah, just- she's so fucking stressed out oh. and then of
1: course Harry's fucking uh, scar starts pain and then he's just
0: he, it's he- funny because he like immediately was like I can't believe I was worried about a fucking prefect yeah so we're gonna take a break before we go If you want to be part of those live reads, head over to our Patreon. Can't remind you enough. Patreon.com slash nerds. We'd love to have you. We do live readings of random chapters. And you could be with us right now on the live stream of this episode. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay, bye. And we're back. Chapter 10. Luna Lovegood. Yes. I'm so fucking excited for this chapter. Luna Lovegood favorite character hands down I love her so much
1: chapter starts off they're getting ready for school there's chaos in the house Moody's pissed because there aren't enough guards uh, to
0: take Harry to the train properly yeah it's like he doesn't have the safe guard Uh, Harry by the way woke up from a nightmare to all of this so it's fun still having nightmares hasn't changed Um, Sirius decides that, that he's going to join them as you know Snuffles as the dog which Molly's not fucking happy about what are your thoughts on him doing this by the way
1: I mean, come on, Sirius Black. Like you're, you're fucking, you're in danger.
0: Don't, like, don't go out. Don't do that. Yeah, don't fucking make yourself so easy to catch. But but also, I love his love for Harry. I mean, it's really great. Uh so Sturgis Podmore didn't show up for guard duty. Moody, Moody's pissed. Something's fucking, wrong. Something's amiss. I was, yeah. Do you feel like this is just mm-hmm. do like a mm-hmm. timing error, sleeping in or you think like something's up there,
1: no i don't think anyone who's involved in the order of the phoenix i don't think so there's, there's any errors i think this is if this is a group that was the original the og crew i think sturgis is uh something's gone awry something's gone awry <sighs> anyway. So anyway harry's like fucking pumped he's going back to school he's going back to
0: where he yeah. loves it's like life sinking in the trial you know, went well. He's finally getting back to go to his f- fucking favorite place. Like, this place is so fucking magical. Um, he boards the Hogwarts Express and he's like, let's find a car. But Ron and Hermione are prefects. So they have to go up to the front car for, you know, fucking prefect duty. And Harry is stuck with Neville and
1: Jenny and Jenny. Looking for a compartment, which is fine. And as they're going through, everybody's, you know, side-eyeing Harry. Cause... Yeah, they're giving him,
0: like, dirty looks because they're all probably reading the Daily Prophet, so they think he's a fucking nutjob. And also, at the end of last year, Harry didn't have time to explain to anyone what had happened. They just saw him show back up with dead Cedric. So, yeah. I'm sure r- rumors... what a What a
1: note to end
0: on. Yeah. I'm back! Voldemort's back, too! Oh, Cedric's dead! Yeah, it's like, I, rumors must be abound. It's like you just showed up with... Like the most beloved Hufflepuff. Yeah. Dead. Dead. And he was hot. Uh.
1: Yeah. And there's like they and then it's the whole they both got the cup together. The goblet together.
0: Yeah. But he like won because the other yeah. guy's dead. Dead. Crazy. Um, uh, so they find a compartment with a kooky character. Luna Lovegood. There and she I'm, is.
1: I know that she's
0: your fave. Yeah. And
1: everybody's told me, oh, my God, Luna Lovegood's such a great character. Gotta be honest. She's okay. Yeah, well, she's not for everybody. Well, she might get better, but so far, I'm just like, nah, it's fine.
0: Yeah, so Luna, as you know if you've read the book, she's a Ravenclaw. She's sort of got this, like, "Ah."
1: permanently surprised look, and she's reading something called The Quibbler. So
0: she's reading it upside down. Neville has a birthday present. He has a plant. He's obsessed with this fucking plant. It's a Mimbulus Mimbotonia. Yeah, Um,
1: and it it shoots ooze, and it blows a fucking hot, stinky load all over Harry. yeah because it's like a classic
0: neville by the way of like look what it can do and just and then yes cho chang Chang
1: walks in while harry has a face of like hot stinky fucking
0: goo plant goo so epic fail cho chang is the hot girl that harry she's like
1: oh well i uh just thought i'd say hello okay
0: bye then which it's so weird because cho chang was dating cedric at the end of the year and so it's like she hasn't really talked to Harry mm-hmm. fucking. She probably I imagine wants to have a conversation. Yeah, with him. She's like,
1: Hey, um, yeah. Uh, my boyfriend came back dead with you. So could you just like, let me know what's, what's up, that? what's up? Uh, the prefects come back, Ron and Hermione, uh, give, you know, I love my favorite thing is anytime they're apart, Ron and, uh, Hermione are apart from Harry. The second they're together, it's like, let's let fill let you me in.
0: tell you what happened. Yeah, They're just like a threesome that it's like, when any of them's left out, they immediately get filled in. It's like part of the, you're in it's, the crew. It's
1: also such an interesting storytelling um, way of storytelling that J.K. has established.
0: That she keeps it. That they always tell each other everything. Yeah.
1: So it's like it's it's either her way of saying, "All right," so they rehashed what we already know, or we they were something happened when they were away, and then they have to tell them everything that happened when they were away. And so it's it like is. you didn't need to paint the scene. That had just happened. Um,
0: Absolutely. Um, But we find out, you know, they let them know who all the prefects are. And of and course,
1: fucking Malfoy. Malfoy and that complete cow, Pansy, Pansy Parkinson. Parkinson. Her, I mean, really, JK, you are ruthless in your descriptions of people. I mean, her name, Pansy. Her name is Pansy, Pansy Parkinson. Like, just... And she's a complete
0: cow. Yeah. And like, she's never come off as like the, the brightest. So it's like. What's going on in the fucking Slytherin house? But what can you do? Um, Ron had cracked a joke. Luna's losing her shit over it. She like goes crazy laughing, like bent over, like, oh my God, hard. like repeating what he said, uh-huh. falling out of her chair. Like the kind of laugh we all as comedians hope for, but no, it's like not that funny of a joke. So it's kind of just like, what is going on there? And, and that's, Harry gets a look at the Quibbler. And that's where we learn a little bit more about the Quibbler because she drops it, Harry looks at it, we realize it's the fucking National Enquirer. Of the Wizarding World. I It's so hilarious to it, me. I mean, yeah, it's like serious. There's a whole article about how Sirius Black is actually... A lead singer of a popular band. Called the Hobgoblins. And he's just been like... Is they it? think he's
1: the lead singer named Stubby Boardman.
0: Stubby Boardman. What a fucking name. And then there's Cornelius one that Fudge says- has ordered goblins to be baked into pies, which just feels... Real racist, honestly. And that's when Hermione is like,
1: this is so stupid. She, and Luna Lovegood's like, my dad's the editor.
0: Yeah. So she's like, you don't believe this, Garb. And she's like, excuse me. So just a super, super awkward moment, yep. I think. that's. Yep. I think a lot of... I'm, uh, But
1: what I love about Luna Lovegood, here's something I love about Luna Lovegood. She just sits in the awkwardness.
0: Yeah, just she doesn't seem no embarrassed. No problem at all. She just is like, yep. That's my dad. And everyone else is fucking dying of discomfort. Yep. And she's just hum di dum di dum. And then Malfoy comes in. Oh, being such a fucking dick.
1: I'm a prefect. He's like, so you better
0: watch out, Potter. And then he uses the phrase. He goes, I'll be. What does he say? I'll be dogging you. I'll be dogging you all year to make sure, you know, make sure he's not. And Harry's like,
1: shit. Does he know that? uh, Does Malfoy know that Sirius is. Uh. An animagus?
0: Like, did he know he was there, or like, he's like, did, did he see did him as the dog? Exactly. Him and Hermione exchange looks, and there's kind of this moment of like, it was that he dropping that, or was it? Could just be a coincidence.
1: I don't think it was a and coincidence. I think he was saying, no, actually, I don't know how I feel about that. Let me get back to
0: you. Okay, get back to me. They again. get to Hogwarts.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> I, I don't think, I, I don't think, um, Malfoy's smart enough to
0: come up with. It. You think Harry's yeah. just like, I mean, he's gonna be on edge. There's he's seen yeah. all, the, everyone's giving him weird looks. There's fucking articles and all these outlets whatever so they get to hogwarts and no sign of hagrid who usually greets the first Mm -hmm. "First years over here and said it's grubbly plank who we met last year as a substitute so they're kind of like fuck where where the fuck is hagrid why isn't he here and then harry sees these
1: creepy horses which he had never seen before pulling the carriages so the
0: carriages they always take up to the castle now he sees these
1: yeah horses pulling them
0: with they have like blank white eyes and he's like what are those what are those because
1: usually the carriages are like automatic they just just pull themselves themselves. and he
0: tries to ask ron like do you see the horses and ron's like what are you fucking what are you talking about and harry immediately is like self-conscious like oh the last time you know he's heard things people weren't hearing and it was a fucking snake in the wall yeah
1: but luna lovegood she can see them and she's like i've been able to see them ever since my first day here they've always pulled the carriages don't worry you're You're just just as sane as as i am." am
0: Not, not reassuring. Not at, at well, all. No, it's, kind of. uh, it's
1: uh, you're like, he's like, oh,
0: great. The crazy girl sees them and what? I see them. Yeah. He's like, what's wrong with me? So that's where this chapter ends. We kind of just I think it's just a, you know, a chapter that moves us to the next point and we get to meet a character. Yeah. Uh, so you're kind of like whatever about Luna Lovegood.
1: I mean, she's fine. She just seems like a secondary character at the moment. Yeah. That's- and I mean, is she going to pull into like a main character? I don't know. But I don't think she deserved her own chapter heading.
0: That's fair. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's just a. She didn't a make fun enough of bit. an impact on the
1: storyline so far. All she did is be like, "My son, I see the, I see dead people too, Harry."
0: Interesting. Anyways, we'll be back. Wait, did you say I see I see dead people too?
1: Yeah, like, like with the little boy in the sixth sense is like I see dead people. It's
0: like that sort of thing where she Harry's like, "Oh, and, oh, the the horses." Okay. Yeah, the horses. Interesting. Um, very interesting. Anyways, let's move into chapter eleven. Chapter eleven. The sorting hats. New song.
1: First of all, I barely remember the Sorting Hat's old song, so when we learned the new song in this chapter, I was like, "Okay, that doesn't sound the same." But again, I don't even remember what it was. But
0: that's because I know you're racist, it about, and you. Don't t- pay attention to the other creatures, like the Hat. You're um, a Hattist. I'm a Hattist. A Headist. Um, so so, everyone
1: still notices that Hagrid's missing. Yeah, they get
0: into the Great Hall. He's, you know, they're looking around, but obviously, like, you don't really have to look around for Hagrid. He fucking sticks out. Nobody's in his seat. And Uh, Luna Lovegood. Oh, she is like, well, I don't think it's that big of a deal. He's not that good of a teacher. Well, this was on the way. It was in the carriage with all the other Gryffindor, you know, Ron, Hermione, Ginny. Yeah. Uh And they're all like, what? He's great. But she's just like, no. She's like, in Ravenclaw, we kind of think he's a joke, which like is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Hagrid is a good guy. But he's not not a a good teacher. He's a terrible teacher. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I mean, the fact that nobody has died on his watch is shocking. Um so they get to the great hall still no sign of uh Hagrid. That's where there's no sign of Hagrid. He's not in his usual and chair. And- I
1: forgot about this. Um and Harry, Ron and Hermione all remembered that at the end of the Goblet of Fire uh oh, was- Dumbledore sends Hagrid off on a mission. He's like go do your thing. And so they're like, they're maybe, like he's oh, maybe he's still on-, on that mission and I'm like oh yeah. And what do you think that mission is? I think it's him going to talk to the giants.
0: Like okay, uh-huh. like trying yeah. to get them yeah.
1: uh uh-huh. get them on their get them on the side of Good before the Death Eaters have a chance to get to them.
0: Yeah. And then uh, they're looking at the staff table, they notice a new witch at the table who Harry recognizes as Dolores, Dolores Umbridge,
1: which I called during the reading, which you can listen to if you're part of our Patreon. We do live readings of the chapters, some of the chapters, and we did a live reading of this and I called it. I said it was either going to be uh, Umbridge or it was going to be Bones. Amelia Bones so, as the New dark arts professor. Yes.
0: She called that. We read the hearing chapter. And at the end of that, she's like, one of them is going to be. Yeah. Um, the new dark arts teacher, which
1: I actually do like that. We're having a female dark arts, or dark arts teacher. You do. You're excited mm-hmm. yeah, for it's it. It's like Fun. It's like, well, nice change of pace. Let's see what the fucking women can ruin. <laughs> That's so
0: funny. So yeah, she's there and the sorting begins. And then the usual song, as we you know, with the ho- sorting hats, he kind of just goes into what each of the houses are about. Mm-hmm. And is like, oh, you know, Gryffindors are brave and Slytherins are cunning and blah, 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 blah. Um, but 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 but. But now
1: it gives them a warning. It's a warning to the students, like, hey, psst, guys, be united. Hogwarts is you in need danger. To stick together, because shit is a brew. It doesn't matter if you're a Ravenclaw or a Slytherin, or a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. We've got fucking big shit happening.
0: Yeah. He's like the, the hats, like there's shit going on. And like, I highly advise you guys to stay together and nearly had this Nick, who is of course the Gryffindor ghost. He tells them that he's heard the hat sing different songs before. And it's always the same warning. It's always like, it's always at times when the hat senses danger uh-huh. and he always says stick together. Yeah. And there's of course sort of this thought of how the fuck does this hat know yeah. anything? But Nick near, Nick points out that it's like, well, he lives in Dumbledore's yeah, office. Yeah, that was that was a good point because I was like, hey, wait, how
1: would it know? And then he was like, oh yeah, it lives in Dumbledore's office. I was like, oh, for sure,
0: for sure, it hears shit. Yeah. So then Dumbledore stands up, you know, to give his welcome this speech or so whatever. Funny. Uh, he he introduces the new professors. Professor Grubbly Plank is back, He's officially taking over for Hagrid. Yes. And then he says, Professor Umbridge will be the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. And then Umbridge. Unbridge cuts him off. This for me, I was like, "Bitch,
1: recognize." I was like, "Why didn't Dumbledore just fucking wand slap her?" I mean, it was shocked, and he just acted. He's like, "Of, of course, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead." Thing. I think. MM. I think that was a moment of, uh, I'm just going to give you just enough rope to hang yourself. Here you go. Is that what you think that was? Yeah. Like? yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Because yeah. I, I don't think Dumbledore likes her. I think that was a strong arm decision from the Ministry of Magic.
0: Oh, yeah. But he's also probably playing the game. Yeah, of, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me, a- me play the game. Appease yep. the Ministry mm-hmm. people. Yep. So
0: no one's fucking listening to her. Like, they're dozing off. They're starting side conversations. Except Hermione, of course. Um, who at the end of our speech fills everyone in that she's like, I think the ministry is trying to interfere with mm-hmm. Hogwarts. Did you hear the thing she was saying? Progress yeah. for progress's sake.
1: And- yeah. Oh wait, Hermione said she was like, That was um that was enlightening. What did she describe the speech as? And they're like, You like that? And she's like, No, 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 I didn't say I liked it. I said it was like it was illuminating. Informant-
0: illuminating, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lumos for your brain.
1: So everyone also, by the way, in the
0: Great Hall is just staring at Harry. Doing the whispering thing. Because they've all read the Daily Prophet. Again, yeah. like we said last year, no explanation. So he's like, just in this fucking shitty situation. Yeah. So it's and like, th- he can't wait. He he ate his food. He's full. He's like, I just want to get up to my fucking yeah. warm, my little four-poster bed. Safe place. My place. My safe a, place. I want a four-poster bed that I can just close yeah. curtains around.
1: Oh, that's, that's the, I'm telling you, they're jerk-off curtains. This, this part hurt. This part did make me a little sad. When he gets to the common room yeah. or the this dorm hurt. room. Yeah, because it's like... I look at his fellow Gryffindors as the safe space. Yeah. Like, those are his people. Those are his advocates. Those are the people who ultimately have his back. Yeah, um, they're like,
0: at least these people he can count on to be yeah, on his yeah. side. So he gets up there, and then, of course, uh, Dean Thomas, Seamus Finnegan, Neville, they're already in there. And Seamus Finnegan says his mother was reading the Daily Prophet and, and didn't s- want him to come back to, come to, back to school. school. And, and Harry's like, why? And he's like, she's, he's like well, because of you. Yeah, it's like, well, Dumbledore, and I guess like you. I mean, it is. And and Harry and Harry's pissed. He's like, oh, your mom's been reading the Daily Prophet. Oh, and
1: she believes the Daily Prophet. Which is
0: like fair because of because Harry knows the truth. But also, like I get that most people believe the newspaper. Yeah. And then I
1: love,
0: I love that Neville came. To his rescue. Yeah, because Seamus is like. Yeah, well, it seems... I mean, my mom thinks that Dumbledore's a nutter and he got kicked off the thing and Neville's like, my grand says that Dumbledore's right. She's always said that you know who's going to be back and if Dumbledore says he's back, that means he's back. But it's also like... It's great to have someone on your side. I think you have this fucking bumbling guy who is like weirdly obsessed yeah. with a plant. Yeah. Coming near to your defense. And by the way,
1: the password to get into the Gryffindor dorm
0: is the name of the plant. Yeah. Mim- Mimbulis Mimbletonia. So finally. Neville's like, wow, i will never going to forget he that. He's so excited, which is very cute. I love Neville. Um, but this whole thing, I mean, it, it erupts in this fight. And even Ron comes in and is like, what's going on? And James is like, yeah, maybe I don't feel safe being here with a fucking lunatic.
1: Um yeah. and then and then Ron's on his side and then Seamus is like, Oh great, well if you're on his side too, you yeah. know, you're a fucking lunatic too then.
0: Yeah, and, and Ron's like You better watch your mouth. It'll give you detention. It's like for having an opinion. What's happening?
1: Ron and his fucking first prefect flex. Oh,
0: what a little cunt. Following in the cunty twatty footsteps of Percy. I know. Already like trying to abuse (sighs) his power. But also like this whole situation as Harry, like, okay, if Seamus is thinking this and he's someone who I really like, like, what is everyone else thinking? Yeah. Does everyone think I'm a fucking lunatic? I feel like the, he went to sleep that night and was like, oh, this is going to be a long year. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, good. Great way to fucking kick
1: things yeah, off. Yeah, right. Can't wait to get to <laughs> last class. Last year, last year, I had to watch my friend die. I had to fucking watch Dumbledore come back. Then I had to watch Voldemort. fucking- Voldemort. For
0: fuck's sake, quit Fuck, calling I keep Voldemort doing
1: Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, I had to watch Voldemort come back. Then he has to watch Mad-Eye Moody actually be Barty Crouch Jr. And- had to go through all of that and then gets
0: back to school and... No one believes him. Nobody just like, believes him. Oh, Nobody y- likes him. People just bought into whatever the paper said, which is honestly reflective of our culture. I'll say this. Great way to tie in how people treat... I mean, it's it's worth noting that it's like, yeah, people trust the media. Yeah. People just trust the things they yeah. see on TV as truth. Yeah. And that's kind of where we leave off for sure. this episode. Yeah. Um. If you like this episode, you like the podcast, please subscribe to us. Leave a review if you haven't yet. Those really help. We love reading them. We always share them in our Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And it's just great to hear from you guys and hear that you're enjoying this because we're having a good time.
1: And furthermore, I just want to say thank you to our amazing producer, Sam, who uh, yes. recently came on board, um, as well as everyone over at Starburns who recently picked up our podcast. We love
0: you guys as well. And Jean, our editor... You're fucking amazing, thank you. Um, it's been cool. You know, you you start a podcast and it's very like a pr- uh, uh, passion project because that's you know it's just it's like, a humbling well, experience. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, and and to have such creative and awesome people go like, I believe in you and I want to be a part, part of this, you. Yeah. It's if you, it's awesome. So yeah. thank you.
1: And by the way, shout out to Gene's family for uh, putting up with him.
0: Yeah, putting up with him making cartoons of wizards jerking off or whatever we're yeah. working on next. Yeah. Um, his wife is awesome, too. She comes to our... Yeah, she comes to our live Patreon readings. Patreon live Which, again,
1: come to our live readings. They are so much fun. You get to watch me flip out
0: in real time when I hear shit. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash nerds, so Nicole can continue to live in a world where she only has to buy name-brand macaroni and cheese. Uh, we really, need your financial I'm support. right now, you
1: guys. I'm hurting.
0: I mean, she can't even have dairy anymore, so she has to pay extra for the vegan cheese.
1: It's- I do you know that I'm about to actually walk over to Walgreens and get a box of the blue and just blow my ass
0: out tonight? I... I'm so thankful that we don't have only one bathroom in our apartment. What a gift from God. What a gift from God. In um, any case. Oh, and another um, fun thing coming up. Fun thing coming up that you uh, can be part of in the future for the live recordings of. We have a filthy fairy tale that we're going to do monthly. Those will drop on the last Friday, the final Friday of every month. You'll be able to find it in your feed. So keep an eye out for that. We Final Friday filthy fairy tale. We take a children's book or a classic fairy tale and we, discuss, we discussed it up. And um, We filth the shit out of it. We just recorded it and patrons it's, get to be in the live studio audience for that. And it's so much fun. So much fun.
1: You can watch the behind the scenes of all the little fuck ups we do. All of the outtakes. The retakes. Like, like every little thing that goes into it. So it's
0: like being a live studio audience at a film yeah. or something. So it's fun. It's like yeah. a, you get to be at a live taping. We cannot wait for you guys to hear it and and see the video. Because the video I think takes it to another level. Anyway. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. I'm excited for the next few chapters of this book. I hope you are. I'm super excited. I hope you are. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. bye nerds.
1: This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. A podcast network.